This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And Julia Show, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. I just want to repeat what Holly mentioned just a couple of minutes ago. We were looking at uh, Five Eyewitness News, and at 494 at Excelsior, something, something has happened. We don't know what, but that stretch of road is shut down completely. Wow. There's a good six or seven police vehicles there, no traffic. You can see it's backed up. So uh, if, avoid. If we're getting to you soon enough, don't go anywhere near 494 in Excelsior. You know what's so weird? Because like on Sunday night, I was driving on 494 and mm-hmm. I saw in one of the clover leaves, I saw police cars everywhere, trucks everywhere. A semi had not only tipped over, it's like the semi was still upright, but the contents slid off of the top of the semi. I mean, just so many people. I hope people are safe and it's just that or something. Yeah. Wow. Good Lord. Well, I, I wish I could tell you more, but we just don't have All the information right, right now. Well, all right. So, last Elizabeth Reese, um, last Friday, I was watching Jason's show, as I do pretty much every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was talking about a comment that Elizabeth Reese had made um, to him when she was doing the dirt alert. It was either Thursday or Friday about how she was reporting for the Home and Garden show. And she got an email from a woman named Julie that was like, gosh, what are those jeans? They look so great on you. I want to get them, you know, kind of thing. And then she got a completely different email from a woman named Maggie. And um, she said, you know, Maggie said to her, you know, I saw you at the t- on TLC at the Home and Garden show, and I was so embarrassed for you. She goes on to say, either start working out or wear much longer shirts that cover your butt. You are definitely not a good example for fitness. Elizabeth has put up with this crap since she's been on TV. She has. On TCL. She's put up with this crap for years. And we've talked about it with her before. And it's just people are so mean. And we were talking at the beginning of our show today how you were telling me the story about what happened on The Bachelor last night. Yeah, The Women Tells All. And how Rachel, um, who I can't think of her name. She's The Bachelor, Rachel Lindsay. Yeah, she was talking about. She read them out loud, these hateful, racist you know, tweets and Instagrams to her about her as a person. Right. And, but I mean, Elizabeth, this is on People Magazine. Is it? Because she was on Yahoo. Like, is it on People Magazine? It is on People.com. TV host calls out body shaming viewer. I am more than my body. And the headline is, we must shout from the rooftops that body shaming will not be tolerated. Elizabeth, are you going to leave us and go to a big market now? 
Well, she's so she's so lovely and so great at her job. And when and Jason started talking about it in his show, and I just thought I could, I think it's just beyond comprehension that people feel this anonymity on the World Wide Web that they can say anything about anybody, and it's harmful and it's hateful. Yeah, like would you say it to a friend, a coworker, a sister, uh, somebody? Would you say something? Because it's, I mean, yeah, it popped up on People Magazine, so it's going, you know, and she said, Elizabeth wrote, this is on her Instagram, I'm confident enough in myself, I'm more than my body, and my body, I'm strong, healthy, and beautiful birth to children to not let her venomous words change how I look at myself. But regardless, the bite stings, and I speak about it because it is not okay to body shame people. It isn't. I mean, you know, we've had Lizzo talk about it. Niecy Nash, she um, just did a recent episode of Oprah and Gail's web series, The OG Chronicles. And she said... um, uh, she recently posted a video of herself in a bathing suit and then she started picking herself apart. And so she followed up with a p- apology to herself online and said, I had to apologize to myself and remind myself that these hips carried three children and brought them into the world successfully. So, you right. know, sometimes people do it to themselves. It's not like if you are pointing out something to somebody about their body, they're not already aware of it. Oh, we're harder on ourselves than anybody. So who are you to be telling us when we already know what our flaws are? And and it all and it kind of you know it was kind of interesting to hear Jason talking about it because he was he was chubby in his past and as I think as a kid and he talked about different things and Kendall you know his co-host is talking about how when well, I bet she, she gets people when she first started out yeah. yeah. And and how it starts with just this kind of like thing from, you know, an aunt or a grandma, you know, maybe you shouldn't have that second. And I vividly remember because I was shamed in my family. Yeah. Because I'm in a weightist family. I mean, that was just one of our issues. Everyone has their own dysfunction. Yep. And my remember my grandmother, Julia, saying, you know, do you really need one of each? And yeah. there were half slices, you know, but yeah. do you really need one of each? And everyone, I mean, I was made to feel so uncomfortable about myself at such a young age. Yeah. And it kind of sticks with you. And it's what starts so much Eating shame disorder. in yourself and, and disorders in your own self. So, Elizabeth, I'm so proud of her yeah, for no kidding. calling it out and just saying, because she has had this. People Since pick she's on. she's been on the air. Yeah. And she told us about this. And it's so I'm so, you know. It's not okay. Yeah, I know. It's just not okay anymore. And so I'm answering on the Yahoo Lifestyle where the video is is shown and a, a story about Elizabeth and body shaming. And then they have some experts weighing in and yeah. things. And the bottom it says, you know, have you ever been body shamed? And I clicked yes. And so 59% have people who responded said yes. 20% no. And 21%, and I think this is wonderful, said I don't believe in it. And I just feel like with women... In a media position or in a position like Lizzo saying, I'm okay with myself. You guys, it's not your, it's, it's not anyone's point to judge me on this and tell me what is right and what is wrong. This is who I am. Yeah. Well, it's weird because you don't really like, you wonder like how much, you know, uh, fat shaming does like a guy in media would he get about his clothes his hair i mean i'm sure that there is there's some. more hair related i yeah, feel maybe facial maybe. hair related i don't feel like they get it like the women do yeah um but i i think i think it's i think 
we're all people are already unkind to ourselves. We don't need help for what we perceive to be uh, anything going on or for for like we're like, oh, why did I wear that? Or, you know, just you got to remember your body hears everything that your mind says about it. So you certainly don't need all these knuckleheads weighing in and being so rude. So rude. And I'm just thinking about you and I trying to take a picture because for Instagram today. And we had Matt Belanger up here and we're trying to take a picture where the lighting's okay and we look okay. Take it higher, do this, do that. All we wanted to show was I, our I voted. I voted stickers. Yeah. And how much scrutiny goes into just getting that out because we want people to know the polls are open till 8 o'clock at night Yeah, if you want to vote. And how much even... You are very hard about yourself about your nose in well, particular. you That's what you get all bent out of shape about. But it's and I just always so like, silly. Saying that it's about, so silly. I just think the, women do it. We we do it already to yeah. ourselves. The other thing, um, well, so that's so that's kind of cool. So Elizabeth, I think it's way cool, making, Elizabeth, and you know, she's just such an up. amazing person. And Jason stood up for a big time yeah, too. Good. So I just think, you know what? And let's, let's stop it. Let's stop. But I mean, people feel very, very, very free to make comments and bully and do that. I mean, the president of our country does it every single day. I mean, that is a real thing. I wish she would stop doing that. Yeah. You know, for the good of the health, the mental health of the country, please, President Trump, listen to your wife and her Be Best campaign and stop bullying. Yeah. Because we have a bully in chief. So no wonder everybody in the world feels like they're okay. I mean, you know, I mean, it's a... It's an extreme example, but that is yes. the reality of what's happening. Just going back to Nisi Nash, though, she did say one really funny thing to Oprah and Gail. And she said, um, because she told them, I am, I am forever grateful for how resilient I am. Yes. And she said, and one of my favorite things about myself is my smile, because I'm one of the only people left in Hollywood with their original teeth, me and Steve Buscemi. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Good. So, because I, everyone has told me I needed to do my teeth, and right. everyone has told Steve he needed to do his oh, teeth, right. and neither of them did. So. Anyway, she that's 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 nice to know. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, good for Jason and good for Elizabeth, and um, I'm and sure that lady Maggie, Maggie whoever she is, feels is feeling great shame. Well, you know, and Kelly Clarkson has talked oh, about it. She gets it all, all the time. time. And she just kind of, she, every day people comment about mm-hmm. the outfits that she wears on the Kelly Clarkson show. Whereas I'm just like, I'm dazzled by her personality and her I, music. I'm dazzled by the Kelly Oki yes. song. I mean, that really now is the only reason I DVR is to see that thing. At the beginning cover, of her show. And then just see if she's got a good guest on. Mm-hmm. Because that show... Um, doesn't really work for us to watch, like for it to use for our, sh- our show or anything. But yep. she's she doesn't really uh, address it anymore. But you know that her Insta and Twitter just gets flat. What are you doing? Where and Oprah dots talked and, about it. Yes, at she, the when that, we saw her at her thing, her seminar. Um, yep. and she talked about you know getting shamed on the Johnny Carson show by Joan Rivers, and it still sits with her. Yeah, let's, let's really Be nice to that. each other, people. Come on. All right, listen, we'll be right back with the Dirt Alert. He's a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly, let's have it. Yeah. Let's Hi. hear about it. Okay, well, let's start in Nashville. So, oh, my gosh. You know, these oh. devastating tor- tornadoes. 
that swept through central Tennessee this morning have killed at least 22 people. Officials have said more than 150 people were hospitalized. Some people are still missing. And uh, the country music community is rallying around their hometown of Nashville today. Dolly Parton shared a video tribute to the residents of Tennessee today, uh, saying in the video that the victims are being thought of and we love you. She said, we had a lot of damage in our area, and I know a lot of Nashville was just devastated with the storms. She said, I just wanted all of you to know that we are with you, and I hope that your families are okay and your properties are going to be able to get mended pretty soon because this was a very damaging storm. It was horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the yeah. pictures are unbelievable. Yeah, Carrie Underwood, she is in New York City today. She was on the Today Show promoting her new book, and she said that she got word that her husband, Mike Fisher, and her two sons, they were all safe, but they had to get up in the middle of the night and go, go into a safe room. room. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just like... I these... think that's a basement, but they don't have a lot of basements in Tennessee. Right, right. okay. Yeah, yeah, just finding any kind of protection. It, it, these storms just come. This was at 2 in the morning, you know, and just I don't thinking, ever really think of Nashville or that part of Tennessee, you know, getting tornadoes. No, I, no. The weather patterns. Yeah, are, I know. Are I know. It's crazy. Up. Yeah. Things are happening. Uh, Marin Morris, Dirk Spenley and Casey Musgraves also spoke about the tornadoes. They marked themselves safe, encouraging their fans to pray for Nashville. Uh, now, Marin Morris added the tornado must have missed our block by an inch because we are all right. But she said, I'm so depleted looking at the damage that has happened to our beautiful city. She said mm. there are so many people in the streets helping already, though, thinking of those who are lost and their loved ones and homes. Uh, the Nashville Predators, I think, are rallying around and offering uh, people if they need any kind of food or shelter that they can go there. Uh, also, just seeing lots of local businesses in Nashville opening their doors for people who are in need in the community. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, yeah. that's good. That's good. Very good positive good. story. Yes. Uh, Kate Middleton and uh, Prince William are over in Ireland, and she wore a $2,000 designer emerald gown. How fitting. The occasion. She looked beautiful. Yes. Uh, it's, They're just doing it's, some royal gad about duty in, in uh, Ireland. Is it a first-time visit? It's their first official visit to Ireland yeah. as the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge. Uh, they arrived in Ireland today for their historic three-day trip amid soothing Brexit tensions, is oh. what the Daily Mail okay. says. Uh, so they were welcomed by the President of Ireland this morning and his wife and their lovely Bernese Mountain Dog, who is very, very cute. And they're going to be back in the UK on Friday. They're going to be missing Harry's Endeavor Fund Awards for Disabled Veterans. The Daily Mail wanted you to know. Of course. So that is happening. Justin Bieber, bless his heart. He is out there trying to get people to stream his album changes. He really is. Yes, he is. I remember I told you. Yep, he was having people. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm-hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do it overnight and everything the first night? Yeah, well, he was on Ellen, and he's playing all of these little games with all these talk shows. He's just trying to be as charming as possible to get people interested in this. It's not that great of an album, apparently. There's nothing. We only like the one song. Just the one. Just the one. Uh, So during Burning Questions, which is a game on the Ellen show, he was asked, how many kids does he want with his wife, Haley? He said, I think it's up to Haley because it's her body. He also was asked what Haley's pet name for him is, and he says a bunch of weird things, including Goo Goo. He says it's weird, but I like it. Oh, I, I, I hate, I, I never want to know anybody's Baby damn pet, pet No, names. we don't like oh, that. God, I just, <laughs> I, I really don't. It's uh, just something no one needs to know. No, no, that's how desperate Justin Bieber is to get you to listen to well, changes. Well, then what's going on with his album? Uh, I mean, with his concert ticket sales. You know, I can't really speak to yeah, any of those. He's coming, he's coming here and they're still advertising it, so it's yeah, not... I, at Target Center, you know, I did get a couple of tweets from some listeners saying that they're really expensive. That Oh, 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 yeah, let me look them up. Yeah, that the tickets for the Justin Bieber Changes World Tour at the Target Center, it's more money than people are willing to pay for them. And, and that's just kind of the problem with a lot of stadium concert tours is that they are really expensive. Yeah. You know, it's just, are you willing to pay two to three hundred dollars to see Justin to Bieber? See Justin no. Bieber? No, he's no, not at that. no, no. I mean, I don't he's even. He's not Harry Styles. No, no, that's yeah, you're right, though. Yeah, he's, he's not. He's not. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's he's not. And it's just and then also too. His reputation as a live performer, his last world tour was cut short because he just didn't want to do it it and he phoned it in. His Purposes world tour, he canceled that short. So, you know, whether or not he'll actually show up in the Twin Cities is yet to be seen. Well, I think the last one he canceled, he was going through a lot. He had a lot of issues at the time. Yes. So what? People pay good money. No, I agree. And and they, they, you remember that. That's why like Taylor Swift, you know, she has a concert reputation of she delivers. Ed yeah, Sheeran, Bruno Mars, not Madonna. No, Madonna's Madonna. Madonna, but she's having health. She's having problems, and she's got this strenuous, strenuous, crazy show where she all the day. I mean, Bieber said he was having mental health issues at the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you know, interesting to your point, Lori, that there is an article in the Guardian today talking about how hard it is to be a performer on the road, and that it will literally kill you. I mean, they're talking about the fact Madonna, she's been canceling a lot of these Madam X tours because it is really strenuous on her body. Elton John just canceled a series yeah. of tours because he was really Prince. Look what happened yes. to Prince if you ever saw him. I mean, he was so dynamic and energetic. And, and, and he wrecked his hips. Yeah. Would well, Madonna. To, Madonna has got this knee the same thing. thing. Her knees are all um, twisted and And the way the music industry works right now, you have to tour to make money. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's a, yeah. Yeah. I mean, putting out albums at this point is almost just like a promotion to get your butt into the seat Mm -hmm. to go and see the performers. Unless you're like the Rolling Stones, you're a legacy act that's got like, you know, you've already written the best songs in the world. (laughs) I mean, you know, okay. Unless you're the Rolling Stones, Lori, 
then, that, you know, then like you've got things the covered. exceptions, maybe the Eagles. I mean, there's a few, right. uh, you know, legacy, well, anything Paul McCartney does. But then think about how much the Rolling Stones and the Eagles are charging for individual tickets, where it's just, it, it, they are pricing people, they are pricing generations. Well, no, that is, oh. that's the bot, so because the cheapest, they had tickets when I went in to get the Rolling Stones, the upper level tickets were $66. But what happens is people buy them up, the ticket scalpers mm. buy them up, and they turn around yeah. and inflate them. The starting prices were 66 for the I remember upper that. decks, because I was online looking at it all. <laughs> 66, 87, and then it went to like 200, and then it went to like, you know, 400, and then my price was yeah. And then the front row were like uh, 890 bucks. Oh my god. And gosh. those are all being resold for oh. 2500 3000. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. And it's really a shame to be honest because if you are a young fan and you want to experience the Rolling Stones and the Eagles and you have a limited amount of opportunities yeah. to be able to see these yeah. legendary acts. Well, let's talk about 5-year-olds, okay? Please. <laughs> what are they doing? What are they doing? They're performing at Paris Fashion Weeks, the Northwest. She performed at Dad Kanye West's Yeezy Paris Fashion Show. I can't believe that Yeezy crap got a Paris fashion show, but oh well. Yeah, well, and also the soundtrack. <laughs> no, that those clothes are crap. If you listen. The shoes are maybe something, but I don't know. If you watch the actual fashion show it's with so the audio from it, it's literal honking <laughs> that is what he was playing when the models were walking on the runway. It was horn honking from the street. In, well, in the beiges. Yeah. That's the why grays. I'm saying you need to honk horns. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> like just a, bad. Well, apparently Northwest, little uh, Northwest is being accused of ripping off an internet star called Zaza. Oh, she's yeah. a five-year-old child oh, rapper, no. but now apparently Zaza, she's like, that's fine. I want to collaborate with Northwest. <laughs> she's over that Paris thing. I leave you with the gossip of five-year-olds. All right. Thank you. Thank you that's so much. That's the world we live in right <laughs> now. All right. Let's, yeah. let's find out what's happening in the gossip of traffic, which you know, is real. Donnie, are there any updates about what's happening on 494 uh, and Excelsior? Dude, I'm stuff today. Julia, you know what? It's... Luke got some good ones i'm right. so glad that the scientists are just continually studying well, <laughs> you're that's one of the few do. people <laughs> yeah you know, they're just, uh, all these universities that is such yeah. a wrong this statement just in, scientists no longer studying that's the study okay. Of that. okay so here it is i've got good news for high school students and i know their parents might be making them listen i still remember the kid last year who said i Literally, he goes, I'm graduating this year. You you two are the soundtrack of my childhood. Oh. You know, wow. so, that's well, that's how long we've been on the I air. Know, but I good know. news. So, you know how getting, you can remember this, too, getting teenagers out of bed for school in the morning <clears throat> could be a struggle. Yes. But there may be a good reason for letting, having schools, uh, do later start oh, times. So in, in 2015, I know it is kind of mm -hmm. a dub, but we have not had, this was published in the Journal of Clinical Sleep Medicine. And it was in 2015, the high schools of Fairfax County, Virginia, changed their start time for high school from 7.20 a.m. to 8.10 a.m. And so Harvard, a Harvard research team analyzed the crash rate data of accidents involving teenagers for two school years. 
before and after the change in start time. Okay. And guess what they found out? The car crashes dropped significantly. Because the kids had just that much more sleep? That's right. The crash rate uh, stayed the exact same for the kids who didn't have their, they still stayed at 710. And mm-hmm. the analysis revealed the connection between the later school start time and the decrease in the number of accidents because teenagers, duh, of course, who get more sleep are less likely to make poor decisions like not putting on their seatbelt right. or engaging in distracted driving. And, um, Teenagers are more alert if they're able to sleep a little bit later. And it is a fact that during the teen years, the body's internal clock is adjusted and it causes teens to go to sleep later, wake up later. And if they're forced to wake up early for school, then they'll end up driving to school when their body is telling them they should be in bed and they can't help it that their circadian rhythm is like that is yeah. like that for everyone in the teenage years. They need more sleep. They need more sleep and when schools start too early, kids are being asked to wake up and function when their circadian rhythm is saying no. <laughs> so, the Harvard researchers hopes that the results of this study will get other school districts to consider changing their start time because it could help keeping the roads a little bit safer oh, and the the crash rate went, basically, it went from having uh, 32 cra- thirty-two accidents per 1,000 drivers to 25. That's a lot. Kind of, it is. And, and there have been a lot of studies in the Twin Cities area, too, because, and it all, the start time has to do with busing. Yeah, I know. So it was always, I remember, yeah. kind of something that was ongoing. Ongoing. Okay. Because ultimately, you know... The younger kids should have been going to school early, but that doesn't, right, you know. Yes, you're right. Okay, so, all right, here's another one. So do you think that um, uh, this study wanted to look at uh, relationships and figure out, do people really have a type? Now, what do you think this study showed? Yes. Yes. 100%. (laughs) That's right, Julia. Duh. In the dating world, it's very common for people to seek out similar to themselves. Like right now, maybe in the last three years, it's never been more important for people to be politically aligned with their partner. That might not it have come up as much before. Never before. But right. it, it yes. has. I agree. Um, now a study That's from, in a study today. Yeah. yeah, a study from the University of Toronto shows um, that, that, yes, it's true. We do like to date people that are similar to ourselves as far as what values are, mm-hmm. what we our looks are, what all these other things. But we also prefer people... That are amazingly similar to our previous partners. And is there in a particular but do you way? Think, or? Well, Lori, well, do you think that that's true for you? Uh, I had more experience, <laughs> Julia. So what okay. does that mean? Why does that mean anything? It just means that when you have more, you have less chances of a type. Okay. Okay. Oh, well said. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. okay. So this study. Uh, and this was published in the, oh, never read this one before, Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences of the United States of America. Oh, my goodness. That's where it was Love published. It. So uh, after people get out of a bad relationship, it's very common for that person to decide they're going to date somebody completely, completely different. different. Yeah. It turns out it might is very difficult for us to escape the type. It's common. Uh, this was, uh, who did this? Um I said the University of Toronto. It's common when a relationship ends that people think the breakup has to do with their ex-partner's personality, and then they decide 
they're going to date a different type of person. Sure. Okay. But the research indicates there's a strong tendency, nevertheless, to continue to date a similar and to be drawn to a similar personality. And um, the degree of consistency from one relationship to the next suggests that, yes, people have a type. And this study was vigorous because they didn't just rely on a person recalling their various partners' personalities. They also had reports from the partners themselves in real time on the new people that they were dating. Interesting. So they're hoping that these findings will help people navigate the romantic world a little bit better. If you keep finding that you're running into the same hiccups in relationship after relationship, you can try and identify the personality trait. So some of the ways you can use these findings, um, if, if your partner's personality resembles your ex, you have to transfer the skills that you learned about how you could maybe change things and look for somebody who isn't like bossy or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. Sure. You are going to have to work a little extra hard because you're just naturally drawn to the same type Mm. over and over. I believe it. In, in this is with people that maybe, you know, haven't had as much, a lot of experience. They don't have as much sexual real (laughs) estate as someone like you or, or other Uh people that really, you know, have gotten around in the dating world. You know, you're saying you're not the one and only. No, I am not the one and only, Julia. Just on the Far show. Far from it. That's right. Um, so anyway, so right. yes, we just are going to have to really be on the be aware of that because it just is a. It totally makes sense to me. It does. Yeah. Okay, now this I've got good news for college students. Oh, really good. Okay, they're listening today. Yeah, uh, this was published in the Frontiers in Psychology, and of course we know this. It does seem like a study of duh, but to me this is why outside parties will always be a staple of college life. In fact, just last Saturday there was an outside party because it was sunny and forty-five, and the college kids needed to have a keg and toss around some Frisbees. Absolutely. Because it feels good. Research shows that just spending 10 minutes outside a day can help relieve the stress of college. Just 10 minutes in some kind of... That's good because they walk to classes. You have to park your car far away a lot of times and walk to classes. So it's kind of... Happens. Cornell University calls it the nature prescription for I college I think it's true kids. for people, though. In general. In general. I mean, please. But uh, because maybe the college, you know, thing every day, you know, there it can be... Stressful. Yeah, it is like this compressed period of time. Yeah. And, and you feel like it's everything. Yeah, and the researchers are hoping that they, this will encourage university to start integrating nature into their campuses. And uh, several universities already have park prescription programs or Nature RX where they're working in conjunction with a park. You know, green. You got to see green. You got to see. Why? I mean, there's a lot. Anyway, so just ten minutes outside in a space in nature. We every student, no matter what subject or high high their workload, has at least ten minutes a day and a few times a week, and it will make a big difference to them. But this is why the outdoor keggers have always been just so popular. <laughs> Feels so much better <laughs> to, to be outside, outside. Hey, Lori. Always. I can't agree with you. And you know, we and been- it is amazing how many outside parties happen in kind of coolish weather. 
Oh, please. I give you... 45 is summer. That's right. I mean, and you're from Duluth. I mean, I'm thinking of some of the weather. We'd, we'd lay out in the sun yes. when it was 55. Yes. There little would be, tinfoil, little iodine and baby oil. There'd be kegs but, at Brighton Beach. And yeah. you just go, oh, just, you know, have your drinky mittens or whatever. Right. Or just to have an after school. Just uh, to be outside. Just to be outside. Anyway. We've been really lucky with the weather. Oh, my gosh. And the sun. Been, this has been... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It was the sunniest February I feel like forever. Well, I agree. This has it been was- a delightful Ugh. winter. So far. It really has. <laughs> Knock on wood. We're yes. going to get something. <laughs> But it has been because we have. Been, I want everyone to know the ski areas are all still open. Oh yeah, they're big. They're time. still making snow, yes, and are. it's sunny pack powder now. All right, so there we go. All right, that's those are my studies for you today. Thank you. Right. Thank we'll, you. We'll be right back. Listening is just part of the My Talk experience. For more fun, follow us on social media. Find Hi. Today afternoon, I know BuzzFeed published this lengthy exclusive article with a with an interview with a woman who says that Timothy Hutton raped her when she was fourteen years old. He was in Vancouver. It's 1983. She and her two of her junior high school friends met him when he was in town filming a movie called Iceman. They met on Granville Island, which is kind of a mm-hmm. cute tourist. Yeah, I yeah. That movie. yeah, it's a. Uh, you remember the movie? I and do. Hutton and another man invited the girls to their hotel room. They told uh, Timothy Hutton that they were older were than they, they were. They were 17. Yeah, in they the were legal 14. Age they, but in, they were 14. Yeah. But they told him 17, the legal age in Canada is 16. Well, I don't know if I knew that. Anyway, it's, it says it all right here. It's an appalling and disturbing story. And BuzzFeed spoke to people around Lauren at the time saying that they remember her telling them that Hutton had raped her. She remembers saying no. BuzzFeed contacted Hutton, got his explicit uh, denial, and they pointed out that Timothy Hutton has hired two law firm firms and three spokespeople to counter the claims and they were blanketing media places with his denial and stuff like that. And um, anyway, I, I reading the story, it's just like, Oh my gosh, he's acting like, you know, a lot of like, people, uh, you know, everything he's saying. So I, I mean, I don't know how they're going to figure this, this out. Now, Timothy Hutton's people are saying he has evidence that she was trying to extort him. Well, I don't know why they just wouldn't show that evidence because right. then this whole story would be moved. But one of the things when I'm going through this, reading everything about it, is that this um, uh, someone who we kind of like that writes about uh, gossip yes. is that, um, uh, first of all, that Timothy Hutton went to the FBI after BuzzFeed contacted him. Mm-hmm. 
So after he knew the story was going public. Yeah. And he's following the playbooks of guilty men with everything that he is saying and all this other stuff. But but one of the things that I thought was so interesting in, in reading about it, even though, of course, you know, you feel for this girl when you read it. She's just like, it totally changed my life. Took me years to get over. Sure, yes. But um, one of our gossip bloggers that we like I had a friend, she writes, who was Dudley Moore's assistant for a number of years. She adored That's a Dudley. name of Flash from the past. Oh, yeah. Ten. Yeah, she adored him. He would play the piano for her. This woman has since died. But she told me a story that when she was working for Dudley Moore, she heard from him that Timothy Hutton's reputation back in the early, back in the 80s and early 90s, that, that his specialty was he liked younger women. And he is right now a 60-year-old with a 26-year-old. He's always... He is yeah, dating a 20... He's always gone for young female actresses on the set. And she remembers stories about him from beautiful girls and the movie he was in with Angelina Jolie, whom he dated when she was 22 and he was 37. This was back in 97. And um, so I thought Timothy Hutton and Angelina Jolie. Well, that surprises me. And he was married to Deborah Winger. Yeah. They were married for four years. They got married after three months of dating. Wow. And so the Angelina Jolie story okay. is that she met him on the movie Playing God in 1997. And the story was, and, 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 and I guess she got her heart broken by him because in an interview she gave back in 2007, you know, she said at the time, you know, when she broke up with Billy Bob, she had only slept with four men. Really? Yeah. Angelina Jolie said that. And one of those men being Timothy Hutton. Mm -hmm. And after their fling, she had an H put on the inside of her wrist. Oh, stop. A tattoo? A tattoo. Of an H on the inside of her wrist? Yes. What did it stand for? H. Hutton. But she says now it's for Haven, her brother James Haven. Mm -hmm. But there was a blind item back in the day about... Angelina Jolie was in love with this older actor. He thought she was interesting. He liked sleeping with younger women on the set. One night, the morning after, she gets an H tattooed. She started following him everywhere and showing up at events where she knew it would be. He got a restraining order, so she backed backed off. He got a restraining order against against Angelina Jolie? That is, I could not find anything. This was all... Blind items, but it is she basically Lori went through, you know. I looked at his personal life. the microfiche film back in the day when we used to do it that way. Lori, yeah, yeah no, he he had a very uh, he, he never had any problems getting women. We'll have to let everything play out as far as you know this woman's story. But when I read the BuzzFeed story, I totally believed. Lauren and page six looked at his personal life, and yes, they had to the the fling with Angelina Jolie. He also had a fling but of more than one night with his Ordinary People co-star Elizabeth oh, uh, McGovern. Yes. He also had a thing with his Beautiful Girls co-star Uma Thurman. He also romanced Patty Davis, Ronald Reagan's daughter, Diane Lane, Roseanne Arquette, Mar- Mary Louise Parker. And he 
had the fling with Angelina after her marriage to Johnny Lee Miller ended. And mm-hmm. she was probably maybe kind of broken up about it. Okay, wait a minute. How old is he now? 60. 60. Okay, so... And his wife is 26? She, uh, they're not married. Oh, they're not married. They're not mm-hmm. married. I believe she's just a girlfriend. So, mm-hmm. but that... that uh, Five friends of this gal said, yeah, they remember telling the right, story. Right, happened so, and everything. Anyway, right. yeah, and, that... And ironically, his, his show gets canceled today on Fox. Yeah. Timothy Hutton, who's who we were talking about. Yeah. That's so, I forgot. I did not know about the Angelina Jolie, Timothy Hutton. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or mac and cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.